0: Hello everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live from Dallas Trading Floor. I hope that everybody is good today. Well, it is, uh, believe it or not, it is uh, Pearl Harbor Day. For those who know, it's 70, 79 years ago today. Um anyways here in dallas it 's a little bit chilly, but uh, we have some pretty interesting news. I put out a, a action trailer this morning. It looks as if uh, Tesla may have uh, made a new high so that's kind of exciting I hope that uh, so I hope that uh, people were able to get in on that because I think it's a I think it's a really nice move and uh, you know, I uh, I think that uh, you, you can definitely... I definitely think it's going to go higher. It had a little bit of a resistance at about 600. So hopefully it doesn't pull back. Uh, you know, be careful when you set your stop losses on this one. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we're looking... You know, it's looking pretty good, uh, at least on Tesla. Just wanted to kind of uh, give you general idea on the, the market conditions right now. Um, basically... Um, you know, you know basically the market is still in a confirmed uptrend. Uh, there was a follow-through day on the Dow on um, November fourth, two thousand two, and of course, if you're a can-slim investor, you look for those follow-through days because that kind of tells you, sort of, you know, if it's, if you got the all clear. We're definitely in a confirmed uptrend still and um some of the indexes are hitting new highs they pulled back a little bit but uh the indexes are looking pretty good the the uh the leader here are the growth stocks in the nasdaq so it's back kind of to the kind of as it was before the uh s p is down a little bit the dow's down a little bit uh and the volume's a little bit off um some of the uh, leaders that are up are DocuSign, snowflake qualcomm and coho uh but uh some of the ones that are down of course lie auto so you've got to be kind of careful in that chinese automobile stock area it's sort of been pulling back a little bit big lots and of course marvell technologies but some of the other chips are doing they you know, seem to be doing fairly well so uh you know that's uh kind of the <laughs> kind of the kind of the good the bad and the ugly here um we have uh basically really good uh action on the spider it's down a little bit when this slide was taken but we're still above that key level that 360 key level currently 368 68 down a little bit, uh, also off a little bit on the volumes, so not quite as strong. Now, what the spider is, is it's the world's largest ETF, and uh, it is, um, you know, it it, uh, it it is the world's largest ETF. Many people have their entire uh, retirement in, in here, so not necessarily a bad idea, but. Um, It is a very, very large ETF and it typically tracks the S&P 500, the 500 largest stocks basically um, by valuation. So very interesting. By the way, very interesting thing and I think one of the things that is possibly moving Tesla a little bit on the 21st of December, Tesla is going to become part of this index, the the S&P 500. So that is uh, spurring some buying, uh, I think, uh, from from some of the institutionals. uh, Many of the "Quote unquote weaker hands have sort of, uh, you know, they've been washed out, and essentially it's stronger hands, so that's why the price is moving higher. So, hopefully, uh, it will continue that way. Uh, I want to take a look at the QQQ Trust. This is uh, covers the Nasdaq 100, and of course, this is where all the many of the big growth stocks live. You know, Apple and. Microsoft and all that. Actually, Apple and Microsoft are now part of the Dow as well. But um, this is also very, very important uh, as well. A lot of investment in this. This is up uh, 1.48% since uh, today. Uh, about 0.48. It's down a little bit in volume. Seems like the volume has been a little low, um, but uh, you know it keeps keeps moving higher. The key level really on this is three it's really 275 and it's well above that so we seem to be back in a confirmed uptrend at an all-time high and that is looking good uh as well so you know that's definitely something to look at um the uh the diamond which covers the dow 30 it's down a little bit um not too much the key level on this one is about 300 so we're pulling back a little bit but we did have a um you know we, we we do it we are in a confirmed uptrend so as long as it holds about that we should be we should be doing fairly well without again again this is the eta uh the exchange traded fund that covers the jow jones 30. um i did add <coughs> excuse me i did add a interesting company today it's a company called CarParts.com, and uh, when this slide is taken, it was down slightly, but I do think that it's in a pretty good um, position to start moving higher. It's got a composite rating of 89, and uh, you know it's not that well known a stock, but uh, it seems to be, be seems to be working, at least for right now. And uh, it, uh, it it seems to be moving higher. I was able to buy in at about uh, fifteen seventy five. Currently, when this sti- uh, slide was taken, sixteen oh two. So it it's you know it's it's moving up and, and down a little bit. But I do think uh, you know it's possibly one that you know might be of interest. Just kind of want to give you an idea of my current holdings. Not all of these are on the small portfolio. So um, so so you can get an idea. There we go. So you can get an idea of all. All of the, um, you know, all all of the, um, all of the uh, issues that I have. I have NET, which is Cloudflare. It's up a little bit. Tupperware is down, but it's it's been up over over. We seem to make we seem to be making a, a move on Blink. Blink seems to be moving up nicely, three dollars and sixteen cents. Considering it's a twenty seven dollar stock, it's pretty good. It's up thirteen percent today. Progeny's down a little bit, just slightly. Uh, AMD, yeah, just slightly, a little bit, but we're up overall. PayPal's off. I think theirs will start to move. What's really interesting is, I think Apple is getting into a position where it's going to start to move higher. When this was taken, it's 124.17. I'm not exactly sure what the price is right now, but it's up. A dollar and ninety-two cents, so almost almost one point five percent, so pretty good. CrowdStrike, this is a recent ad. It's up about two point seven seven percent today. Four dollars and sixty-three cents. Palantir is up again. <laughs> this one has been a really tough one to 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 judge. I uh, bought uh, DraftKings today. I was down though, eh. and of course car parts. Um, I actually bought in at fifteen seventy-five on this one, so I'm up a little bit. And of course, the winner of the day, winner winner chicken dinner is tesla it was 64160 when this slide was taken up about $42 or 7.1% so pretty exciting um you know going into christmas i hope that uh, <laughs> we will see uh you know how every how everything how everything is doing uh so hopefully there'll be some strong buying um you know, we don't know if the, what's going to be, you know, happening with the stimulus yet, so that might be a big issue. We just don't know kind of kind of what, you know, kind of what the deal is on that. So let's, without further ado, thanks for waiting. Uh, hey, Christian, thank you so much. Palantir <laughs> was awarded another contract, possible entry point. Let's take a look at Palantir. You know, I think Palantir, you know, it's a tough one because it's such a new stock, um, symbol PLTR. It's such a new stock that it's kind of been, you know, it's it's tough to play it because, you know, it it's it 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 kind of little it got a little ahead of itself. So I want to show you the weekly chart and then the daily chart. You know, this this week <laughs> this weekly chart is kind of like straight up. So this is it. Just this, it, no stock can go up at this kind of level. It just it's just impossible. It's 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 just it's just impossible. So it pulled back a little bit, but now I think we're back. I think we're back up, going going up again. Let's hope so, anyways. Um, but I do think that uh, let's see if there's an entry point. I think, I believe, <laughs> I believe, I believe there's an entry point right about here, which is about twenty four. Unfortunately, it's twenty eight seventeen, twenty eight eighteen right now, and up about four dollars and thirty one cents, about eighteen percent. I know that, I, and I do expect, I do suspect that Palantir is going to continue to get these contracts. I believe the contract that you're speaking of, Christian, was the one with uh, Greece, um, for, I think, for the entire government, which is amazing. I I just I don't know why they're willing to risk that, but, hey, I'm not, you know, I wish I was a salesman for Palantir, that's all I can say. Um, but it's looking pretty good. I think that really the entry point, you know, I think, uh, let's see if it backs off a little bit but uh you know i definitely think it's probably going to be above 30 probably by the end of the year that would be my guess you know it made its high right about here um which in this case is you know is about 33 so um you know could you buy it here yes but it, it's it's this is a tough buy here um i'd really the the place i want to buy this and you're not going to like me here saying this but i really i'm really looking to buy this right about at the uh, 21 bay exponential and that currently is at 2067 so we're pretty far far beyond that i think the best thing to do christian on this one is to wait a little bit and see if we get some kind of basing action Uh, you know i just we're very far extended here you can make money on this one uh you know i definitely you know did i mean i i bought in a little bit high on this one myself I got a pullback. I survived. I came back. But um, you know, I just I just think at this price you gotta be a little bit careful. Um I would wait to see a consolidation about uh, twenty five or maybe twenty-four. I don't know if that's possible, but uh but anyways, that's a good that's a really good one, uh, Christian. And uh, I will it's definitely on the list and I definitely own it in the small portfolio. Hopefully I can, you know, give you some more some more information you know, on that one. So um, we have a question, MRNA. Let's look at MRNA. Let's just take a look at that chart. MRNA is the name of it. It's Moderna. And, you know, here's the, here's my concern about Moderna, and I'm showing you the monthly, ch- the, the weekly chart first here. Here's my concern about it. Um, I, I think it may, it may be a little bit of a one-trick pony. I'm a little bit... You know, I know they're going to get a tremendous amount of sales on this vaccine, but I am not totally sold on the fact that that will make that, that will make the company. I think it's getting a little bit ahead of itself, and it's moving up a little bit quickly. Um, you know, it's one sixty seventy five up eight dollars today. Um, you know, I am not in Moderna. I was in it earlier, but I but I sold it. You know, the buy point on Moderna you know, on a consolidation basis, 95. So we're really, really, um, we're, we're really beyond where it, where, it, where it is. It's moving, but it is moving right up that 10-day line. The question is, can you buy this thing? Well, the checklist looks awful good, 7 down to 9. So that's good. Let's look at the funds, you know, and boy, we have some nice funds coming in there. Uh, J.P. Morgan Large Cap—that's a great one. Um, and 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 we do have increasing fund ownerships. The reason I look at funds and I'm so particular about funds is because it's funds basically that move a stock, and that's what moves it up. Um, it, just retail investors alone, there's no way that they can push a stock up like like this. Uh, what's happening is we're going to see we're seeing a lot of funds move into this. So, in in a sense, that's very 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 bullish on this, but. You know, I'm a little bit concerned about. I think it's a little bit, a little bit high, currently right now. Uh, currently, we have 40% um, of funds in 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 the issue right now. So we are definitely in the sweet spot. Typically, a stock will make its biggest run from about 20% fund ownership on up to about 65% fund ownership. We definitely have that case here. We have 40% we have 40% fund ownership so that is good and we also have these beautiful increasing sales in a um in, in in a growth stock the most important thing really is increasing sales i mean profitability of course you know down the road but increasing sales that's what people are looking for because the stock market typically looks out at least 6 months and about 18 months so um what we're seeing here is that it uh you know it moved back up now the question is can you buy this thing well i'm not so sure this is very tough to buy um there just really isn't isn't really a good place to buy this thing i mean the last the last true buy point was 90 95.21. so i just i think you're going to have to wait for it to consolidate let's see if it pulls back below um 150 i definitely think you should have this on your watch list uh but uh i don't know if you want to buy it here you're just a little bit too far extended let's see if there's a pullback to the 21 day line uh before you before you do that so that's probably the best that i have for you on moderna um okay so thank you everybody on tiktok let's see uh, i'm going to try to get to some questions here i i uh, took some of them from from uh youtube first thank you all for joining um by the way if you want to see the charts and everything um if you want to see the charts super easy to do just go over to youtube.com slash Trading floor and you'll be able to see everything on there so let's see if i can give okay what do you think about apple by the end of the month well i'm actually very bullish on apple i actually had a trade alert on apple and uh I do think, uh, you know, I do think it's going to move higher. We have a very good pie point right now, and and this is this is important to, um, you know, it. Th- this is uh, this is this is important because I think this offers a good opportunity, a good entry point uh, into in, into Apple. Let's put up the chart here, take a quick look at it to see kind of you know where we can where we can where we could possibly get into this. Um, you know, I do believe that once we once we pull above this one uh, this one twenty five level here, and we're almost there, then I think it's going to be it's going to be free sailing up upwards. You can't, you know. I, I did have a trade alert on this. I you know the buy point really I was looking at uh, was about uh, one um, you know about about uh, one eighteen one nineteen. Uh, But we definitely have a a trend here. So I do think that once we move above this trend, once we move above this line here at about 125.39, I think it's going to go much higher because it has a double bottom shape. And this is a very good shape, by the way, if you're looking to buy a stock. This is like what they call a classic double bottom. And it is a very bullish, um, very bullish. Now, how far will it move? I think it could easily move this month. Into the one twenty five one thirty range, without any difficulty at all, based on you know what i 'm seeing here so um, let 's check the small portfolio where we bought that at on the small portfolio. Uh, this is the, okay, so do we have that? No, I guess I didn't. I guess I bought that one of my other portfolios. This, by the way, everybody, is the small portfolio, and it's available by going to floor and just signing up, and we'll send you a link for it. Um, but this is showing you so kind of how I'm trading one of my portfolios. And again, it's a very small portfolio. And we started out with about $5,000. We're up to about $7,300, so that's pretty good. We're up, uh, so far, this month about $332, uh, which isn't too bad. And uh, and last month, we did quite well as well. So these are kind of just suggestions. Um, What went on today was car parts. Just wanted to kind of show you that one as well. This could be kind of my am I am underwater on one of them, DraftKings. I'm hoping that that will come about. I may have come into DraftKings a little bit too early, Sometimes, you know, sometimes to get the right, to the right jump, you got to come a little bit early, and that sometimes can be a problem. All right, thoughts on ARKG and ARKW? This is, by the way, are great ETFs. Kathy Woods at ARK Invest runs these, and uh, they are super. She's had excellent returns. She was one of the really early Tesla um, bulls. I, I kind of came to the party a little bit later. Um, than when she was but uh this is the um kind of the gene genomic uh one here it's called arc genomic revolution let's look at it it's got a 96 relative strength that's tremendous we also had uh, this little easter egg here that means that we made a very interesting thing so let's take a look at the daily chart to kind of explain why that is important what that is is that is a very, very strong buying pressure there now e t f s are a little bit different than than stocks because you know they're really funds don't really invest in other funds. There are some funds of funds that do, but mostly these are these are um basically retail investors. so these are pushed up by the by what's held within the fund and not necessarily funds buying in so uh, but this but this is ver- but that needless to say. I mean, this is up five dollars in one day, or, or almost almost five, you know, a little over five percent. So that's pretty excellent. Let's kind of look to see, um, you know, kind of what we've got on the checklist, you know. And again, this is a little bit different than this because it's an ETF. This is a little bit different, but um, seven out of nine. So I'm liking that. And uh, we actually do have some funds of funds that are in this. So, so there are 18 funds in it. You know, you're not going to see Fidelity Contra Fund on those things because there's, those, are, tier one, those are, are not funds of funds. You're going to only see funds of funds in here. Now, the question is, can you buy this at this point? Well, it's tough because it has moved up so quickly so fast. But, um, you know, there isn't really a good place to buy this one. But what I would do is I would wait until there's a pullback. Possibly to this little red line here. This is the 40-day moving average. I don't know if you're going to get a pullback to that, but we, but we have had several. We've had, we've had one here, we've had one here, and we've had one here. So what I believe is that currently this is in a channel. As you can see, it's kind of in a little channel here, and it's moved up. Now, eventually, it will move down and it will bounce at that 40-day line. line. This is that red line here. So what I would do is I would wait until I could buy off the 40-day line. And currently, that is about 72.71. So we're pretty far pulled above that. Um, we're, we're, we're pretty far, far pulled above that, that line. I do believe it will correct lower because, as you can see, we have a general slope here which basically shows that we are a little bit out, we were a little bit extended here. we is a little bit extended. So we need this thing to pull back uh, because really the top of this channel here is about 89. So currently it's selling for 94.66. So basically, if, would I buy it at this level? No, I think we kind of missed the boat here. Let's wait let's for it to pull back down until it gets within the channel. And then once it does, then I think we have potentially a buy. Uh, And let's see if we could draw the channel lines here so we can kind of see that. Um, I do think what's gonna happen is eventually this is going to fail and we're gonna see a pullback probably to at least the 10 day line, that's here, or the 21 day line, that's there. So I think I would wait, let's see a consolidation. Let's try to buy this one at about 81 or 82. I think that's gonna be your best bet. Thank you so much, Ollie, for that. That is a great question. And uh, you know, so do, here's what I would do. I would put a watch. Li- I would put this on a watch list. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do it right now and show you kind of what I'm doing. I would, I'm going to put an alert on this one. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look to see if I can uh, put an alert on that one. And uh, let's see. I want the price of this. Is, I want is uh, basically uh, right about here, about eighty, about uh, seventy nine or so. So i'm just going to put an alert there put it on there and uh now that's above i want to edit that so i want that below um i think i do that by negative let's see if that works let's see if that okay well hmm, okay (laughs) i have to figure out how to do that i have to i have to get a little bit more chart school to to learn how to do that but i what i would do is i put an alert on that if the thing falls below 80 i think that you want to possibly look at you know possibly going in there because I do think it'll move move uh, move move higher then so I do think it's it's a little bit of a it's it's a little bit out of the channel it's going to reverse down and when it reverses down to about to that 21 day line and it bounces off that I think that's going to be very 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 good and this is a great this is a great ETF just don't want to buy it too high now let's take a look at uh, next generation this is uh, interesting fund as well uh, by the way ETFs are interesting because with stocks, you, you with stocks you don't want to you, you don't you want to you don't really want you want to uh, you want to pyramid in, uh, and you always want to buy on a new high with a stock. ETFs are different. You want to <laughs> because they have a basket of 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 um, because they have a basket of um, of stocks. You can buy them on the dips. You can actually income. You can actually buy them. Buy them as they go lower. But you never not do that on stocks, but on ETFs you can because they're a basket of stocks. So for right now, uh, with ARC next generation, let's look at this. We've got the weekly chart. Let's look at the weekly chart. See if they've got any kind of buy. Yeah, this is just marching right up the 21-day exponential. Uh, 135 is about where we where you, the about the only place you can buy it. It's at 141.79. So this is also a little bit extended. From where we want to be let's just kind of see if we can figure out something on how to possibly um to how to possibly look at this see i believe that this is the channel here it's a little bit extended above the channel i think we're a little bit uh, a little bit exuberant here on this i do think that we're very likely for this to reverse down here okay because it's moved a little bit out of the channel and then it will pull back, probably, hopefully, either to the 10-day line or the 21-day line. If it hits the 21-day line, I think you have a buy on this one. 21-day line on this one is 126, so that kind of gives you, kind of gives you a good idea on that one. I think they're both excellent funds, but I wouldn't buy them right now. Watch list them, wait for them to pull back to that 21-day line, and then I think you have a really, um, a really, good, really good deal. Question about extended hours. I typically don't trade in extended hours, and the reason I don't is because uh, it typically is a little bit thin in extended hours. For everyone that uh, is hearing this for the first time, the market is open during normal hours, and then uh, for about two hours after the market closes, it does trade in extended hours. It doesn't trade on the exchange, it trades basically on these level two platforms such as Citadel in Chicago and those kind of things. But I don't like to trade on them because the, because typically they're not as liquid, and I, I definitely like liquidity. I like to be able to get in and out of the <laughs> – I like to be able to get in and out. And after hours just doesn't have that. So I typically tend to shy away from trading after hours. That's a great question. really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for your show. Uh, Because of your Tesla's bullishness, it encouraged me to jump in the stock, which I never did. Oh, I'm up $5,000. Right on, right on. Okay. Make sure that you set those stop losses up. And thank you, Thor71. You know what? Hey, <laughs> you know, uh, go out and buy your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Buy them a nice gift, okay? That would be, that would be a great thing. I know that, uh, you know, I'm looking into my, you know, for my girlfriend, I'm looking into some jewelry because of the, some of the Tesla gains that I made. So thank you very much for that. That is really, really kind. Um, That's really, really kind uh, for you. Um, So really kind for saying that. Okay, let's take a question. Um, Are you planning to sell Tesla prior to the 21st? Um, Probably. (laughs) That is a very good question. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You've obviously watched me a little bit. Typically, the way stocks trade, it's, 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 it's peculiar, but this is how it works most of the time. Typically, people buy things on rumor, and they sell on news. Well, as everybody knows, the big news for Tesla is on the 21st of December, you know, there's going to go into the S&P. So it is very likely there will be a sell-off. So a way to make some quick money. I'm, And again, I'm not, you know, in, in no way am I, um, you know, it, it, in no in no way am I, uh, it, you know, saying you have to do this. This is kind of the, how I would do it, is that going into the big announcement, the big inclusion into the S&P 500 with Tesla, I probably will sell it. And why? Because it probably will pull back, and then I'll buy it again. <laughs> so we're trying to, to accentuate the upward movement and and get rid of the downward movement and that way you know you can protect a little bit of your capital sometimes you don't have to do it this way but um hey you know it's 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 good hey thank you thank you for thank you for listening and by the way if you're interested in trade alerts it's super easy to uh you know to get on the list all you have to do is go to www.dallastradingfloor. dallas trading floor and subscribe and also i'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe to my youtube channel it really helps me kind of defer some of my costs and that's at youtube.com slash Dallas at trading florida of course you know when you do that um <laughs> when when you when you do that kind of thing uh it really it, it it helps me out a lot and of course you know uh let's see if we could smash that like button yep oh, there we go smash that like button please uh, like it, please. There we go. Um, yeah, I mean, so you know that uh, that is a good thing. So thank you for for looking at the at the trade alerts, and I hope that hope that you got some good out of that. One thing about this though is, as Tesla moves up, you want to move that stop loss up with them. Don't let don't don't let don't do a round trip on the stock because it's going to move up and then it's going to pull back a little bit. So keep make sure that you try to keep a little bit of a stop loss on there i recommend probably pretty tight maybe maybe less than five percent or so don't let the thing fall way back down to earth and lose all that great um you know all that great all, all that great gain i mean that's it's so good when you get that gain um all right um question <laughs> hey jim if tesla velocity here <laughs> is anything to go by it's going to hit uh pre-split levels you know absolutely i you know here's the thing um i don't know if you've been watching me for a while but uh i've kind of been on you know um prior to the split, of course you know you know my my trading strategy was prior to the split and there's special ways that you trade splits and i and i showed this on both apple and on um on tesla Uh, basically you sell it the day before it splits and then it will pull back and that's exactly what tesla did now now that everybody uh, now all, that all the weak hands have been sort of pushed out i think um it's going to go higher uh, it's going to go a lot higher now the question is how high is it going to go who knows i don't know i don't even i don't even care all i care about is if it's going up i'm pushing that style plus up so that when it does pull back and it will uh, I'm sold out, making the profit, waiting for the next time for it to sort of, re- you know, reverse trend and start of started moving up. So when it moves past these very key buy points, that's always a good time to buy. And of course, it's, it's best to buy as the thing is moving higher and then set your stop loss up. And then, of course, when it pulls back eventually, you'll be sold out with some very good profit. So that's a great thing. Right now, I'm holding. Uh, obviously, I don't day trade because it's tough to it's tough to beat the algos here's the thing everybody about um about day training i mean you can definitely make money dr- day trading. i certainly have but the world has changed a lot in the last five years and that is most of the day traders lose money and the reason that they do is because the algorithms trade better than they can now i can't trade against the computer i don't want to trade against the computers i want to trade with the computers so why do I say that well interestingly enough part of the reason I, I, I suspected that Tesla would would move up quickly after it passed 600 is because the algos were set at that level when it reached that point when it when it, when it when it when I started to see the pre-market it was trading you know 603 that's kind of where I figured it would move 603 once it traded over that then, you know then you know basically the algos kicked in and started buying so that's the thing you don't want to trade against the algos algorithms you want to trade with them and one of the ways you could do that is with swing swing trading i'm essentially a swing trader i wait for stocks to make their move and then as they're making move i typically pull push into them and then move my stop loss up and then and then so when it pulls back and it almost always does i'm sold out of the profit now you, you don't have to trade this way i mean you, you can go go much longer term but this way you capture the upward momentum and that's that's really that yeah, can be really great in a, in a stock like um you know like tesla well hey thanks yo 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 <laughs> okay um amazon still down what's your thought okay well hey thank you for, thank you for that I'm, i so appreciate that let's look at uh quickly at amazon a m z n part of the thing about amazon it's gone up so much so quickly that it's sort of taking a little bit of a little bit of time off i you know stocks don't go up all the time Well, some of them do but mostly mostly they don't let's look at the weekly chart and I just kind of want to show you this why it's probably not time for uh you know it's it's probably not a good time for um for amazon right now based on this chart and this chart is that it was moving you see it was moving up very nicely oops there we go okay there we go finally there we go okay it was moving up very nicely but then it kind of got here and then boom it went started going sideways right yeah so it's going sideways so essentially what we have here is we have a stock that is moving sideways and it's not anywhere near it's it's uh it's uh pivot it's pivot is is 35.52 and it's currently 31.58 so the trend at least short term and let's look at the daily chart so we can confirm that the trend unfortunately right now is a downward trend see that that's one of the reasons why we don't want to be investing our money our hard earned money in Amazon right now because it's it's gonna it's it it's it's trend it's trending this down now. If it can break through, if it, if if it can go if it goes down like this a little bit and then it can it can break it can break to the upside and change trend. See if it breaks through. See if it if it if it changes trend by breaking through this line. There we go then you know then we then 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 we might want to buy this but right now we don't want to buy this it's hanging right at the right at the um, it's hanging it's hanging right at the um at the at the 40 day line and it's and it's and it's moving downwards so we look at the relative strength indicator and it's pointed down so right now right now we have to watch list that we can't buy Amazon, it's just, it's just not. It's, it, it has to break to the high. It has to break the trend to the, to, to, to the upward trend. Right now, unfortunately, it is not. It's, it's, uh, it's moving, <laughs> it's moving lower. So here's the thing: if you have, um, if you have Amazon and you're down more than seven percent, sell it, sell it, and wait for it to reverse. Right now, it's in a downward trend. When the trend reverses, that's when you want to start getting into the stock, back at the stock again. Typically, we'll see, because of the algorithms, we're probably going to see it, you know, pull below the, uh, we'll probably see it bounce at the 40-day line. If we get a reversal at the 40-day line, and the 40-day line currently, let me give you a number on that, let me see what that 40-day line is, that is at 3,187. So if we see it move above 3,187, and let's, let's put an alert there. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to put an alert on there, and I'm going to put an alert at, oops, where is it? Yeah, 3187, 87, and the and why do I put it there? Well, if it crosses that line, if it crosses that 40-day line, basically, that's right here. I'm trying to put that on there. Yeah, there we go. If it crosses that 40-day line to the upside, like this, then it will it will have changed direction currently this is the trend but if it moves above that 40-day line above this 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 trend above this above this line here it has changed direction and it's moving to the upside remember what we're trying to do is we're trying to get the upside and minimize the downside so we need to i'm going to set an alert there and hopefully amazon will be in the money <laughs> in the money uh soon um to 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 do that so thanks um all right. So let's see. Uh, PD. Let's look at PD. Uh, see if I can give you some information on that. PD. And that, hmm, this is a company I don't know. Provide service th- services that collect signals. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Well, I'm, I, I haven't heard about this one. Provide services that collect signals from software-enabled, uh, software-enabled systems or devices. And it correlates something. I don't know what. It's forty dollars and eighty-three cents. It it it's pulled back a little bit today. It looks like it has just moved past this key level at thirty-seven. Here, it looks like it's moved just above this just above this buy point. This pivot Uh, appears to be at thirty-seven twenty-four. Now, I want to kind of I'm looking at the daily chart. That doesn't really tell the story. Okay, but this does. Okay, so so this is a first stage cup base which is good actually 3724 is the uh pivot on it um it looks as if we are above the buy zone it's got a relative strength of 93 i'm liking that and i'm also liking this little easter egg down here with this with this huge bar showing um showing uh showing abnormally high buying activity. Now, let's look at the funds, 67%. So that's definitely within the range of something that is going to be good. Typically, a stock makes its best movement from about 20% fund ownership up to about 65%, well, 75% fund ownership. That is a very good sign because it's the funds, basically, that are the ones that can move into and out of it. Uh, the cash flow is still it, it's still negative cash flow, but we've had, inc- looks like, increasing sales every quarter so this is very, very bullish, especially for a growth stock. All right, let's look at the smell test. Let's give the smell test. Okay, it's got 7 out of 9, so that's definitely better than I normally... That My minimum is 6 out of 9, and this has got 7 out of 9, so that's very good. Uh, let's look at the funds. We have increasing fund ownership, and we have T. Rowe Price New Horizons in there. That's one of my favorites, actually. Very, very good fund. Um, what to do, what to do, where to buy this? Um, I definitely would watch this one. I don't know that much about it. Uh, Pager Duty, I think that... Is that right? Pager Duty? Is that is that right? Is that how I'm saying it? Am I saying it right? Pager Duty. Um, so the question is, where would I buy this one? Well, you know, I would wait for this thing to pull back a little bit. It looks like it's going to consolidate in the buy zone, but I wouldn't buy it above thirty nine twenty nine and we're at thirty forty so we could almost buy it. Yeah. We're all let this thing pull back a little bit. It looks like there's gonna be a little bit of a pullback. It looks as if let's see if it settles above thirty seven twenty four. Because if it does, then we have we have winners. So watch this one right now. Put a uh potential let's put a uh an alert on it, uh basically let's do that. I'm learning my alerts here. And that is uh Thirty-seven, twenty-four. So, if it if it crosses, um, and obviously it's crossed above that. Actually, I need to say it crossed below that. But I want to see it see it, you know, that it's ab- that's above that number. So, that's kind of what I have for PagerDuty. Duty. So, I wouldn't necessarily buy it right now. I would definitely watch this, see if it pulls back to that pivot, and um, yeah, see what happens. Um, okay. So, let me see if I can take another question. Bought Tesla at. Uh, 623 should i hold let's take a look at at uh, tesla it was a little bit tough out of the gate uh this morning because it it just popped like you know like you read about it. yeah it's at six it's at 641 right now so you're definitely in the money there so that's good i mean let's look at the 10 minute chart on tesla uh, let's take a look hold on okay yeah it seems to be it, it seems to have gone up all the way to yeah, you know, it, it went it, it basically went up all the way to about 650 and then it hit then it, then it hit the skids. Here's the interesting thing. Uh, there's a lot of programmatic trading going on. You can tell that because on these round numbers it's sort of hitting resistance. Okay, you can see you can see how this how this sort of gapped and went. Yeah, see see how this there you go. See how it moved off of 600. Okay, so it definitely has shown a range. The range now the range now for Tesla, the daily range is between 600 and 650 all right so that's showing that it's pulled it pulled back it bounced back up but it's still at the high now it looks it's going to have some more resistance at 650 here's what i would do tonight i would set my little stop loss up here maybe to about this level or so and you might get sold out a little bit early but you'll you'll capture all the profit as you can see so that's where that's where i would be putting my stop loss would be right about at that level um because i do think that there's a little bit of little bit of floor there it pulled way up you see it pushed past this resistance and then as it always does well not always but many times does when it pushes past resistance there's a lot of buying pressure pulls it up there's a little bit of resistance here this is the first level of of sort of resistance that we had here, it was ab- is, it was about at 625. It pa- it pulled through that, and so now we've hit we've hit the kind of the 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 top level at about 645. So that's currently where the resistance is. So I suspect it probably in a micro way may pull down to this level, and bounce a little bit. We'll see how it ends tonight. Uh, Ten-minute charts are not very accurate because uh, you know there, there's it's just such a such a short period of time. But um, here's what I would do uh, if I bought at six twenty-five, just to give you uh, you know an exact answer, is that I would push my stop loss up. I would set my stop loss at six thirty-five, and if it pulls back, you'll be sold out, making some very nice little profit. Hopefully, it'll go higher than that, and I don't think it will be sold out, but. You know, you never can tell. But I would definitely push my stop-loss up. All right, what about BABA? This, is, of course, is Alibaba. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but um, it looks as if the Chinese stocks may have to adhere to generally accepted accounting principles. This was, uh, they they don't. Right currently, they don't. Now, normally, almost all other stocks that are listed on American exchanges have to follow generally accepted accounting principles. But in the Obama administration, an exception, and I don't know why this was made, I think it had to do with some lobbying money or some campaign contributions that were paid to the Obama administration, that's what I think anyways, I'm very suspicious about that, Um, was made and they didn't have to to uh, do uh, they didn't in order to list on the american exchanges they didn't have to do ex- generally accepted accounting principles that 's why there were That's why there were that, these stocks like luck and coffee i don 't remember that one last summer, but it was symbol l k and they totally frauded it up they they didn't they 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 had they said they had like seven or eight thousand or more stores that were just fraudulent didn 't have them so this is going to probably change looks like um, unless it's vetoed, it might be. You know, with an incoming administration, um, you know they've taken a lot of money from the Chinese, and so that might be an issue. But uh, right now, Baba is pulling back, and part of the reason is because people are saying, "Show me the money." You know, they're basically saying, "Well, is are your books? Are your books? Are your books for real?" So right now, uh, as you can see, let's look at the weekly chart. It's pulling back yeah, it started its trend. It seems like it's broken. Now the question is, will it break its trend? I'm not sure, but we definitely have an issue where if we move beyond below this line, this is the black line here, this is the 200 day moving average. if we move below that and we do and we are in a, we are in a downward motion. If we move below that line, then we may have seen another trend. There's awful lot of selling going on here. Uh, so I am not really that bullish at least looking at this chart on Baba. Let's look at the monthly chart The monthly chart isn't going to really show much because it's just such a long period of time but this relative strength i don't like it's a 60 and i like to see at least an 80 on that so my thoughts on baba my thoughts on baba is you know i just i wouldn't i don't want to be in it right now and i don't think um, i think it may be going lower i mean i think it's he- it may be heading lower. Let's look at Palantir and ICA. Well, it's Palantir, of course. I'm in Palantir. It's not on the small portfolio, uh, but I do have it in one of my other accounts. Uh, Palantir is just a very interesting stock in all directions. Uh, I don't know if you know they had some news today that they, well, I guess guess it came out today, that they have signed a deal with the, the government of Greece, which is kind of interesting. It's just moving up very nicely today. Um, up five dollars um you know and the question is can you buy it at this level if <laughs> this is a tough one to buy i i i will admit there is there is a bit of um there there's a bit of resistance right about 24 that it punched through today as you can see it it punched through i do think this is going to go higher i think it may go as high as 35 uh in the in the short term now i do have just for Full disclosure, I have sold an option on this one. I have sold a 35 option. I don't know if it will get to 35. Hopefully, I'll be able to take that money. But, um, but it looks as if, you know, uh, is there a really good buy point on this one? This is a tough, tough, tough one to buy. I've been kicked out of this one twice uh, in stop losses. If I did buy it at this level, and I still think it's worth going on the hunt for this one because of the way this candle is trading you notice that it this little the t- little notch here at the top, okay, that means that that's where it's trading currently. So it's at the top of its buy range, and we do have a lot of buying action going on there. So I do think this is going higher. The question is, can you buy it at this level? I think if you buy it at this level, you have to be very, very careful and set a stop loss. I would set a stop loss about 5 or 7% below where I purchased it. So, um, you know, based on that, you know, we're looking at uh, possibly... Uh, you know a stop loss of basically right about right about this level here which is going to be about 25 and change so about 2515 is where i would set my stop loss if you're willing to take you know and you have to be willing to you know you have to be willing to take this bunch of a potential hit but um i do think that uh you know that would be a good that would be a good place to be in it I, I just want to see this thing pull back a little bit more i think it's just still it's just still moving at far too 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 steep an angle. The angle is really this, and I do think we're going to see it, we'll see another pullback. Probably, you know, I don't know if we're going to see it today or tomorrow, but uh, probably this week, we'll saw, we'll probably see it uh, pull back a little bit. I'm going to be pushing up my stop loss, but this is a tough one to buy. Really tough one to buy, um, but it's definitely worthwhile because I do think it's going to. You know, this one has the capability, I think, to double uh, easily because a lot of institutional investors are very interested in this one. Um, you know, it's already got 69 funds in it, so it's just it's it's looking good. <laughs> it's looking good. Um, let's let's take a look at uh, ICA. ICA. Let's see if I can give you. Nope. Did I did I do that wrong? Maybe it's LCA. Maybe maybe that maybe that's okay. Lancaster Blank Check Company. Oh, okay. You know, here's the thing about blank check companies. I really should be better on these blank checks, but I don't think this is really viable right now. I just want to see it trade for a little bit of time. You know, it just hasn't traded long enough. Um, typically, I want to see at least, um, you know, I, I want to see, I want to see a little bit more history than this. Uh, it just, I don't know what they're going to be acquiring. That's my biggest problem. So I kind of have to take a, I have to take sort of a. Punt on that one. I'm not going to be able to tell you that much about him it until it's, it's traded for a little bit. Thoughts on the airlines? This is company. This is from Will Lyons 143 off of TikTok. Thank you so much for taking a look at the show. And by the way, if you want to see the charts, um, I do show them on the SimonCast, which is on uh, YouTube.com/slash Dallas Trading Floor. Um, so it's easy. To, it's easy to see. Um, you know it's easy to see that as well thoughts of the airlines up big, but wondering if it's going to drop you know what I just won't touch the airlines and I'll tell you why because the other shoe hasn't really dropped with um, uh y- you know the the other shoe hasn't really dropped with uh in terms of the airlines yet I want to show you the chart of Delta Airlines, which I think is probably the best of the breed uh in airlines now it it it's still it's moved above the uh delta Airlines has moved above the um the the 200 day okay so that's good it's currently you know trading at forty two thirty five, but i just i just i'm really leery about this the buy point on the consolidation base is 3507 um, and it's not really that long It, it still doesn't have enough it's just the relative strength is just too low at 54. let's look at the smell test yeah, I just can't buy this one. And I don't think any of the airlines are very good buys. I, I think these might be good shorts, though. I think, I think you know, once we, we reopen, I think that this, I think a lot of funds are going to try to dump this stock in the new year. Now, the question is when. Well, it doesn't really have the, the correct format yet. Uh, there's a very specific chart pattern that you need to look for when you're when you're when uh, many of the big funds are trying to exit something that they're in i think that will will happen it's called the, the head and shoulders pattern and you can google that so you could tell what it is it's not made that yet but this is not a very good checklist it's only four out of nine and the the uh it's the, you have dropping number of funds. The funds are trying, you know, what, the tr- what they're trying to do to the retail investor here is they're trying to lure them in saying, oh yeah, the, it's water's, water's great, get in, and then they're going to basically drain the swamp. What they're going to do is they're going to pull the plug and you're going to be left holding back. I just don't think it's, I don't just think it's worth it uh, taking a risk on uh, on the airline. So, you know, the airlines and the bankrupt uh, railcar car companies, just avoid them. You know, hurts no way um united airlines no way delta airlines no way you just don't have enough money to fight the tape and that's really what's going to happen um these companies are not going to be profitable probably for at least five years and so it's just going to be tough sledding all the way around i think you know eventually the big money is going to get uh is is going to get out of these and in the middle of the night and you're going to be left holding the bag so just avoid the airlines really there's other there's so many other places that you could make money um you Know that, that so many uh, uh, that you that you absolutely can make money. Question, thank you, Umar, appreciate it. Are you planning to hold Tesla? Uh, it going into, um, you know, I probably will sell it before the 21st or maybe on the 21st. So, that's a very, very good question. Question about Tesla. Um, question on Camping World CWH, CWH, and um, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, you know, I just don't like the trend of this chart. Here's the first thing I always look at. I go to a weekly chart, and I'm going to click over to the weekly chart here, and I look to see the trend. Now we were doing great up until just recently, and then I don't know what happened here, but in the beginning of September we started to hit some turbulence. So we are in a downward trend. So I I am still not I'm still not interested in this it it in this currently. Um, I might be interested if it pulled above, it it, it pulls above this line and it shows a confirmation of the trend. Let's go look at the daily chart to see kind of where that's going to happen. This is the trend. Well, we might, yeah, okay, we might have a trend reversal. I misspoke there. I misspoke. Basically, you know, looking at this, we may have a trend reversal. It seems to be hugging the 21-day exponential. So not bad. This might be the very beginning of a trend reversal. and They could be very, very good. Um, it's got a relative strength of ninety-two, so I like that. It's had increased. Uh, vol- um, it's increasing there. It's got increasing fund ownership. I really like that. Um, it's seven out of nine, so that gives it a seventy-five percent smell test. So that's good. Let's look at the fund. Let's look at the industry group. I want to see that. Uh boy that's really good. It's 14 out of 197. You know what? This is definitely a watch list. I I I correct myself. I I was I was speaking out of turn. Based on based on the charts that I'm seeing here, I think you could possibly buy this. Um I would want to see this pull back to the there's really not necessarily a great place to buy this, but what I would do is I would set an alert and I'm going to sh- and I'm going to put the alert right there at 2047. Um, The alert is uh, basically at 2047, and basically, if it pulls back to that 2047 line, if it pulls back to that and it reverses, then I think you might have a buy. So I would definitely watch this as well. Don't buy this at the current level, though. Be careful, because it's pulling up right now. It needs to pull back, hit that 40-day average, and then bounce off of that and set a new trend, and I think you might have a real winner there. On that, so let's take a, another question from TikTok. Thanks for holding on here. How high do you see? <laughs> how high do you see Tesla going in the future? Boy, I wish I could tell you that. Um, you know, I think it's. I, I think it may be. You know, a thousand dollar stock. It may. It may split again. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I do think that every every now and again, there's a stock that sort of redefines a lot of things. And I think Tesla's that that stock. I think that you know because of self-driving cars, because of a lot of things, um, electric cars are here to stay. And I think you know Tesla's the leader right now, and and it's changing the whole industry. I mean, uh, another another stock that I haven't bought yet that I'm waiting to buy is General Motors because they're going to be in it too. I mean, the, the just the change to the um to the change to the electric vehicle market is is tremendous. Now, so let's take a look at General Motors. It's pulled back a little bit. So I want to take a look at this one. I, this has been on a watch list. I haven't bought this one. It looks as if there was a high basically here. So let's look at the weekly chart. Why am I so interested in General Motors? You'd say, well, you know, mainly because, uh, you know, I, I miss my father's Oslobill. I, I don't know. My father did have Oslobill, actually. Um, but here's the, here's the deal with, with this. This is the largest vehicle manufacturer in China. It's not Li Motors. It's not Neo. It's not even Tesla. It's believe it or not, General Motors, and also this company probably in five years will make more electric vehicles than any other company in the world, even than Tesla. So this is the one you kind of got to watch. Believe it or not, it's at forty four, thirty one. Can you buy it? Well, not yet. I think you want to watch this this one. Uh, I think I think you definitely want to watch this one, but it's hugging this this ten day line. So you know, there's some potential here. And I know it seems kind of strange. Why would I be recommending General Motors? Well, it had a bankruptcy in 2013 and they got rid of most of their debt. So, and in that way, <laughs> in that way, it's pretty good. It, it, it's, it's, it's pretty good. So, um, back to the question of, um, Piano Man 2468. How do you, find, it, how far do you, how high do you think, um, Tesla can go in the future, I think it can easily go above $1,000 a share, easily, easily, easily. Now the question is when? Probably in 2021. What about JAMA? Uh, J-M-I-A. And this is, you know, I, I haven't been in this one, but uh, let's take a look at it. Um, this is uh, interesting because this, this is a company that's really operating in Africa and the Middle East, I believe. And, uh, you know, it provides e-commerce services. So that's very interesting. Um, It's currently up today $1.71 at $33.25. And it has a 99 relative strength, which is incredible. Let's look at the checklist. Six out of nine, that's really good. And we do have some funds that are moving in. There's only 33 right now. So this is a relatively small stock in terms of its, uh, you know, its overall the question is is there a place that you can buy this thing you know and I just don't really see it but I do look I I am interested this is an IPO so I I'm I'm, I'm going to get more interested in it if it can if it can move past about 47 currently it's 33.25. 25 if this thing can move up past about 47 and stick I think that we might have something here it really has to make a higher high in order for me to be interested so this is definitely a watch list it's definitely got a lot of stuff going on but it's not a buy it really isn't so question on uh let's see um let's look at pen Penarest. i um thank you so much um Pinterest is a really interesting stock i don't have it yet um but uh, and i don't i don't have it on the watch list but i'm more than likely putting it on there because it's just been it's just been just phenomenally good let's look at the um at the weekly chart let's see if i could see if we can see anything there uh, we definitely have enough time when you're buying an ipo the most important thing is to give it about three months so that it can actually show some price action because the price action is how we buy them we, we have to wait for some price action but everything about the stock is looking really good it's got a it's it's got a 98 relative strength. I mean, relative strength. The the relative strength line is pointing upwards and it it's just moving very nicely up in a very very tight uh, channel. Now, here's the thing. I do believe based on this based based on this channel lines, I do think we're going to see it pull back a little bit and hopefully we can see if, see if there's a there's a strategic place that we could buy it. All right, so currently the channel is basically this. Yeah, this is the channel. And let's see. And I think that, yeah, this is probably going to be the bottom of the channel there. Yeah, that's going to be the bottom of the channel. So here's the thing it looks as if the stock is going to move. It's moving, it, it needs to move above about 72. If it moves above about 72, I think it's game on. It looks like it's just just moving right up that that um, that 10-day average. There's not a really good place to buy this right now, unfortunately. It's such a good stock. There's not a really good place to buy that. What do I mean by that? Well, it the best place to buy is right bef- right before it makes after it makes a base pattern. That's not the case here. It's just moving right up this 10-day uh, exponential this 10-day line. That's this little pink line here, and it it is right above the Uh, the 21 day exponential this is a very very good sign Uh, as you can see it's it's always above this is moving very fast because it's it's almost always above this little green line and that is very very bullish um now can it pull back to that green line? well it seems it's been it's tried several times but it just every time it pulls back it keeps going higher so you know i do think that you could definitely watch this one and buy it where would I buy this? Well, I would probably try to buy this at the ten-day uh, line, which is a, s- about sixty-seven, twenty-two. Which is, you know, that's going to be tough to buy it there. So I think you really have to watch this, this one. But it's excellent, and uh, you know, <laughs> that's basically basically all I have to say to Pinterest. But Pinterest should be on my watch list, and uh, you know, I need to, I need to put it on my watch list because it's just it's a tremendous it's just a tremendous company. Um, all right, uh, CVE. Let's look at CVE. CVE, all right, um, coronavirus Uh, oh, okay, oil and gas. I don't particularly like this sector right now, it's just not doing as well. Uh, this is essentially a penny stock. What I mean by that is that typically, uh, it has to be. Stocks have to be, in, in order to be investment grade, you typically have to be above $15 a share in order for the funds to buy it. Why is it so important? Well, the funds are going to determine the movement of the stock. When funds start moving into stock, that's when it starts moving. So right now we're below that. So that makes it difficult uh, in terms of uh, a, place, a place to get it. It also has, it, it looks like it has changed trend, which is, which is, a, which is a good thing, Oops! There we go. <laughs> there we go. I, I'm I'm pointing out the tw- the 200-day moving average has moved above the 200-day moving average. That is good. Uh, we also have the beginning of what they call the golden cross. As you can see, this little red line. This is the <coughs> this is the 40-day um, 40 40-day 40 moving moving average, and it's just about ready to cross. The 200-day, that means that we're starting to get accumulation error. This is a classic watch list stock. I wouldn't buy this right now, though, because it could easily fall back. Let's look at the checklist. You know, <coughs> unfortunately, this checklist just isn't strong enough. Three out of nine, I typically want to see at least six out of nine. So it's just not there. So we we have decreasing fund ownership. So it looks as if, I mean... I know that this is tough, but <coughs> it looks as if we have um you know we just, we just don't we just don't have very good things going on here. <coughs> Excuse me. We have you know only a 29 relative strength. We do have some buying though. I just think this is too dangerous. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be in this one. Uh, unfortunately, it just doesn't meet doesn't meet my criteria. Um Hey, great. Thank you. Blink charging. This is one I like actually. Probably shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't ever fall in love with stocks. Unfortunately, I do every now and again. And this is one I kind of really like. It's called Blink charging. And I think they have a really good business model. And, you know, I found out about this company because I, you know, I I got turned on to it. I looked at it. I'm like, what is this Blink charging? So I went, I looked it up on the website, and sure enough, right in my neighborhood, there was a Blink charging. And I went over there, and I thought, Wow, this is great! They've got a little electric vehicle charging station that you you just use your iPhone, and you just you know if, if you have a it, you know if you have a Tesla, you're probably going to go to a supercharger, but if you have a different one, like if you have a Nissan Leaf or something like that, you know you don't have stations around. This is for those cars, and I just think they're doing really great. It's up today three dollars which is amazing because it's 26 stock so i really like this one uh, i am i kind of like blink charging it has a 99 um relative strength just want to show you that oops <laughs> it has a 99 relative strength that's on the daily chart. let's look at the weekly chart because that kind of really tells the tale yeah it looks as if we have looked we've hit a little bit of resistance here but hopefully as we move beyond this it could really go up it could go up to possibly 34 that's you know that's that could, that's uh, that's pretty good. It's up 1275 percent today. And of course, I do hold this stock, so I like Blink Charging a lot. Um, let's look at the checklist. Six out of nine, it meets my smell test. And let's look at the let's look at the funds. Well, this is a relatively small stock. There's only twenty nine funds in this, but it's increasing, so that is a good thing. Here's the th- here's the issue with stocks like Blink Charging. I want to be very upfront about it. Don't have too much exposure to blank charging because it's a relatively thinly traded stock, so no more than one per, one full position in your portfolio. The question is, what is a what is a position? Well, position. If you if think of think of your um think of your uh, your portfolio as uh, like a big pizza pie, and in that pizza pie, you have various um in, in that pizza pie, you have various things that that you know you have you slices of pizza. So if it's a if it's speculative stock, you typically don't want to have more than one-eighth of your portfolio. So, so like I just bought, for instance, today, I just bought this thing called CarParts.com. And it's actually up a little bit, yeah, just slightly, only $3. But um, anyways, but it's, it's basically one-eighth of the portfolio. You never want to buy more than that. And you also want to set your stop loss at about 7% less than where you um, than than where you bought it at. That way, your your total risk on that position is only one percent of your overall portfolio value. So, anyways, that's my <laughs> that's my little thing about blank charging and position trading. So, thank you. Um, all right, UMC. Now, UMC is interesting. It's sort of the sister company, not really sister company, but similar company to uh, TSM, which is Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing. Um, uh, UMC is uh, is a fab, based in uh, Taiwan that does an awful lot of stuff, and it, it was it, it's up today and it is a very good stock. Th- I think this is trading somewhat in sympathy to TSM. Uh, it's got a ninety eight relative strength, so this one could be potentially a very good, very good play. Now here is there are some issues with um, with with U- UMC. It's it's got it doesn't have a lot of fund ownership and I I, I you know so only two percent of funds own this. It does have increasing sales though, and I really like this. <coughs> I really like this, but this is an issue. Um, this one may not move as fast as TSM because TSM has a much more fund uh, much more funds in it, but it's eight out of nine on the on on the smell test, so that's excellent. It is starting to get some funds, but it's back down a little bit. Here's the thing, I think that I think that TSMC or TSM is a better it, it, it is a better stock. Now I know it's more expensive, but the best thing to do is probably just buy less of it. TSM, which is essentially the sister, it's up 2 dollars 86% or 2. Uh, percent. This has got much better fund sponsorship at 9% here. Also the same with the sales going up. So here's what I would do with UMC. I, I don't think I would be, I don't think I would go with UMC. I would instead, if I wanted to be, have exposure to this, the, the fabs, I would go with um, with uh, TSM and it has a 100% checklist. Well, I have, <laughs> I have gone a whole hour and 10 minutes, probably a lot longer than Um, You know, than than I probably should have gone. Definitely appreciate everyone coming on here. I didn't, I wasn't able to get to all the questions. I try to answer them in detail, but uh, if you want to, uh, uh, if you want, you can send the questions to me, and I'll try to answer it offline uh, at uh, www.dallastradingfloor. So it's real easy. Just uh, and by the way, if you um, if you want to subscribe, please subscribe on YouTube. youtube YouTube.com/slashDallasTradingFloor. I'll be back tomorrow at um at at 2:30 and i hope everyone is having a good day and uh you know happy trading oops